Live from the Midtown studios of KFNX, it's Grateful Heart Radio with your host, Rebecca Rains. Welcome to our show and thanks for listening. This is Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business show where we bring you the three E's, educate, empower, and engage. We like to bring our listeners accurate information instead of headlines or sound bites designed to simply attract attention. And we want to help you make your real estate and personal financial decisions wise ones for you and your family. I'm your host, Rebecca Rains at Integrity All-Stars at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. And we've been selling homes here in the Valley since 1993. We are very proud to be part of the Timely Balanced Truths Network, and we are live every week on Mondays at 11 a.m. So if you have a question, please call 602 602- Two seven seven five three six nine. That's toll free eight hundred five three six eleven hundred a.m. Today on our program, we have some great guests for you. I am so excited. One of them is calling in from Las Vegas. That would be Mark Stark of Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. Mark, are you there with us? I am here. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. So you're calling me from <laughs> Vegas, right? And I am. And what I love about Mark, besides the fact that uh, I believe I work for you, right? In some capacity. <laughs> Besides that, um, the fact is, is that Mark has brokerages in Arizona, California, and Nevada. So you have a very unique look at the market for the three different states. And I'm hoping you're going to educate all of us on that today. Mark, how many years have you actually been in real estate? Uh, I received my license back in 1985. Okay. So I've been, uh... Go ahead. I've been in the business uh, since that time. Awesome. So just a couple of years. You have a little bit of experience under your belt. Yeah. And that said, how many real estate agents like myself work for you? Uh, we're right at 3,300 sales executives uh, at this time. 3,300. And so that's between the three different states, about, what, 1,000 in each state? A little bit over 1,000 in each state. That is correct. That is pretty impressive, Mark, I have to say. And I am proud to be one of those agents, or I'm sorry, sales executives, the correct terminology you like to use. Also, let me introduce real quick our other guest who is in studio. And by the way, Mark, did you like your fat head that I have? That was that was hilarious. I loved it. <laughs> if you're watching live on Facebook, you actually get to see what Mark actually looks like, along with myself and Joe Smith with Epic Mortgage, who is here as my second guest. Welcome, Joe. Thank you. Thank you. Not quite from Vegas, but I guess Phoenix will do. Yes, yes. And you've been here quite a go. long time. And how many years have you been in the business, Joe? Man. Add up. Hold I know on, you don't on. want to I talk get about my how old shoes you off. are. Uh, 18. 18. 18 years, years in the yeah. business. So you can speak as well to things you've seen happening over the years. You know, being in December, I kind of wanted to talk about a year-end market analysis for both the mortgage world and the real estate world, Mark. And obviously, because you have that knowledge of Arizona, Nevada, and California, I'd love for you to educate us on that. But one thing I do want to get into real quick, because 3,300 agents, wow. I bet you are probably the one to ask, what if somebody wants to be a real estate agent here in the Valley or anywhere for that matter, what are the things that you see the good, successful agents do regularly? What's some advice you would give somebody wanting to get into the business? Well, first, you know, I think attitude is always key in, in getting into anything. And so the, the sales executives that do well getting into the real estate business is they truly see it as a business. Um, and they have clarity of why they're trying to or why they're moving into the real estate business and clarity around what they're trying to accomplish by being in the business. 
um, when you come in with that general, well, kind of attitude, kind of uh, uh, just a very non-committal, um, it just doesn't work. That's why you get really 80% plus of real estate agents who get in the business don't succeed in any great level because they're really not focused on succeeding, which sounds strange, but it's true. Well, you know what is very true. In fact, I did a little research this morning with the help of Sherry at my office, and I want to share some stats with you, Mark, which I'm sure you're going to believe. Here in the state of Arizona, and Joe actually helped me with the stat this morning, there are 7.2 million people living in Arizona, right? That has actually grown since 2010. We were 6.3 million just nine years ago, 10 years ago almost, 4.3 million of which live in Maricopa County. So when I looked this morning and found out that there are currently 74,543 agents in Arizona alone that carry real estate licenses, that is 1% of the population. That means one out of 100 people walking around the streets right now have an active real estate license, or I should say a real estate license because there is a little bit of a difference between active and inactive. That said... When I asked our title company to do some more research and tell us how many are actually making a living selling real estate, Mark, I bet you know the, the answer to this question, but how? what's the percentage you think out there are selling one house a month? Well, I would say 10%. Well, unfortunately, it's not even that high. Mark is optimistic. Yes, he is. He's a very, <laughs> that's a mindset. boy. <laughs> actually, only 5.9% of the agents wow. walking around out there are actually selling one house a month. Like, how do you feed your family if you don't sell one house a month? What are you about to say, Joe? You're about to say something. I could tell. It's incredible. Continue on, Rebecca. Oh. <laughs> okay, so let me tell you something. It's not that hard to get a real estate license. You go to school for 90 hours, and then you have to, every two years, renew your license by taking continuing education classes. Currently, of those 75,000 agents here in Arizona, in Arizona, Arizona, 60,000 of them are active, meaning they're in good status. They go take the real estate classes like good little agents should. But there's 5,700 that are currently in their grace period about ready to lose their license because they haven't done the education to continue. And once you go with two years without doing that, you actually lose your license entirely. So the problem is, is I think a lot of people, because they don't have the right mindset Mark talked about, they don't make it through and actually renew their license when the time comes. Maybe they do the first go-around in two years, but certainly not after four years, because the stats have shown today versus five years ago, only two-thirds of the agents carrying license are still currently active, and that is a definite shame. So, Mark, besides mindset, what are some of the better practices you see? You've got 3,300 agents working for you. What are some of the ones that really are doing a great job doing? Well, like I said, you know, the, the two areas that I think everyone should focus on, and that is clarity and consistency. Once you're clear on what you're trying to accomplish and why you're there, you've got to have kind of the gift of blindness, and that is don't listen to all the noise. You know, you get a, opinions from everybody who said, oh, I was in the business, and let me tell you the problems and the issues and all that. The reality of it is is get focused on what you're trying to accomplish. And then the second piece is consistency. You know, I think the other trap people fall into is because it's, it's a new business. They jump in and try and do too much all at one time. And I believe in the concept of less is more. So, you know, do less, 
but be very, very consistent at what you do. And then build your skill set around few items, and you'll get great. You'll do great things for clients in the marketplace because you really know what you're doing. And you're basically found your niche and specializing in a couple areas instead of trying to be everything to everyone. Well, Mark, that is some wonderful advice. And I want to say that that's not just great advice on somebody wanting to get into the real estate business, but it's great life advice, honestly. I mean, you could take that into any facet of your life, whatever goal you're trying to achieve. You know, this is a time of year a lot of people start looking at goals. Joe, is there anything you want to add to that? Because I know you know an awful lot of real estate agents as well. You know, everybody starts out with great ideas and great plans, but I think the failing comes through in the action. You actually have to do it. You actually have to work. Every day you've got to put your pants on, go to work, and and make this something of a career. You can't just wing it and, and hope. Hope is not a strategy in real estate. Well, that's where Mark comes from with the clarity and the consistency, wouldn't you say? That's why Mark is successful. <laughs> Mark is very successful. Hey, in case you just joined us, Mark Stark from Nevada is on the call with us, and Joe Smith is here in person. We are getting close to going to our first break, so just want to remind you all, you're listening to Independent Talk, KFNX, 1100 AM. This is Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business show, and we are here every Monday at 11. I'm your host, Rebecca Rains. We will be talking to you very soon. Stay tuned. Thank you. the same old, same old? At Belago Homes, we are passionate about building beautiful homes inside and out. We want our buyers to not just see, but feel that beauty. Besides beautiful, we are super energy efficient, which means lower utility bills for you, our buyer. We have locations across the valley. So visit BelagoHomes.com or call 480-750-7870. Belago Homes, where style is not an option. It is our standard. Buying or selling your home? Experience matters when it comes to what may be the biggest investment of your life. Rebecca Rains has been selling real estate full-time for more than a quarter of a century. Her track record is proven, so come see why all of her clients rave about her services. Whether it's your first home or possibly your last, you owe it to yourself to call a true professional. 480-243-4242 or visit IntegrityAllStars.com. Experience matters. IntegrityAllStars.com. Have you been thinking about buying a new home or refinancing your existing mortgage? Interest rates are still around historically low levels. Why pay a higher rate when you don't have to? Call Joe Smith at Epic Mortgage for a free mortgage quote or pre-qualification. Epic Mortgage is a locally owned, independent mortgage brokerage that provides low-cost options for its customers. Independently owned means low overhead so you can get the best rate, fees, and service. Keep more of your money. Brokers are better. Reels are recommended for over 20 years. Contact Joe Smith at Epic Mortgage today. 602-741-4121. We want to welcome you back. I'm Rebecca Rains, and you are listening to Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business show on Independent Talk, KFNX, 1100 AM. Again, we are here live every Monday at 11 AM. If you have any questions, please call us at 602-277-5369. And don't forget, we are on live as well, Facebook. Go to our Facebook page, Grateful Heart TV. In the meantime, if you were listening earlier, you already heard the big introduction I gave Mr. Mark Stark. Are you still on the phone with us, Mark? 
I am. I am here. Yes, you sound ready to go. Okay, so this segment, I would love to hear some wise words from you about our market right now in Nevada, Arizona, and California. Do you think you can do that in 10 minutes or less? Oh, I certainly can. <laughs> Let's um, hear it. Well, you know, first of all, I think all the markets throughout the U.S. and specifically the markets we operate in uh, are extremely vibrant, are extremely healthy. Uh, they're not without their issues, one of them being uh, inventory challenges, specifically as you get to first-time home buying. Um, so it really depends on the area uh, that you're looking in, but throughout the country, and we're dealing with the same, is, you know, it gets, it's more and more expensive for new builders to build new product. Um, and when that happens, they have to pick a price range that clearly may not always support first-time homebuyers. And that's very frustrating, but no one's going to go into business to build something that they'll lose money on uh, or not maximize what their profits are based on even if they bought the land years ago. So it's, it's a challenge. And uh, I think a lot of uh, real estate salespeople as, as well as brokers and throughout the country are trying to work on different ideas that will help. Uh, in first-time home buying. Overall, uh, focusing on uh, just Phoenix for a second, I mean, it's strong. November was up about 8.3% in closed units, uh, mm -hmm. which is strong year-over-year year growth. I mean, it was even up over last month uh, over 3%. you got to remember, you know, it's not abnormal that October uh, is more productive than November, and that was reversed this year. Right. And so it's, you know, it's a very uh, vibrant market. Uh, interest rates uh, continue to be very, very low. Uh, an interesting stat is as the Fed lowers interest rates, before they go up again, uh, it's an average of 547 days before the rates start to move the other direction. So what does that tell us? We've got at least a solid year Okay, maybe more uh, where the interest rates are going to be low. So uh, that's exciting for buyers and for sellers um, and for real estate overall. Hey, um, uh, just to support some of the stats you were just saying, Mark, I don't know anything about California or Nevada, so I certainly won't interrupt you there. But to prove your point, I'm looking at the Cromford report I pulled just this morning, and it shows we have an inventory of only 2.2 months we're let, this time last month, we actually had 2.4 months. We have sold an awful lot of homes, the annual appreciation hovering just below the 8% you mentioned. Last month, we were recording 5.3%. So it has been fantastic. One of the headlines I pulled, you know, we, we are all about trying to give you guys reality versus headlines. And one of the articles I pulled from DS News over the weekend was it said, Home sale activity indicating economic shifts. Of course, we all assume that means on the bad. And the very first statement says pending home sales dropped in October. But if you're looking at the market today, it all substantiates that we are actually really strong. How is it up there in Nevada and California in comparison? You know, really, all the markets are, in a weird way, they are very similar. Um, and we're seeing the same type of increases. I will say the pricing of inventory uh, in that, in the, in the, like I said, the low inventory challenges affect each market a little bit differently, but they kind of work as sister markets and certainly feeder markets in different ways. Um, you know, 
each market <clears throat> certainly has its own pluses and minuses, uh, population, pricing, um, size, you know, Vegas being the smallest uh, of, the, uh, of the markets we operate in. But in reality, all the markets are very, very healthy, and uh, it we, looks bright for a while. We are seeing a lot of people, it seems, coming from California to Arizona. I'm assuming the same, that they're also migrating over to Nevada. And would you assume that it's because of the pricing cost in California does seem to be a lot more expensive than in our other two states? Well, absolutely. I mean, from taxes to the price of homes, cost of living just overall, Absolutely. But you know what's weird? You know, uh, um, California has been a feeder market for Las Vegas and for Phoenix uh, for years and years. The interesting thing is, is there's a ton of people moving into California. So, you know what? They make some tough decisions, which absolutely has people looking to move out of the state for many times financial reasons. But for whatever, uh, it's pushing people in because, you know what? If uh, you want to have the ocean, you're not going to move to uh, Las Vegas uh, or Phoenix. So, I mean, it it basically says, all right, it attracts people for its own attributes. Mark, we're, we're uh, one good earthquake away, Mark. Yeah, you know, there's one that song that talks about, away. like, uh, oceanfront property <laughs> in Arizona, isn't it? Something like that. So there, there is a song about that. You're right. I think it's George Strait. Yeah, yeah. I, I might have to play it for you guys a little bit later on in the episode. But, hey, I, I saw, you know, not to correct you by any means, because I know you know your stuff, Mark, but uh, Joe here in the studio, I don't know if you're watching on our Facebook feed, he was shaking his head when you were talking about interest rates because I think he wanted to cut in and, and say a couple of words. Joe, what, what were you wanting to say a few minutes ago about the interest rates? So I love interest rates, right? That's my whole business. I love numbers. It's what we do. So the, the interesting thing, we talk about where do the interest rates really come? So the, the reality is everybody hears about the Fed funds rate, right? Everybody hears the Federal Reserve has cut interest rates. However, interesting to find out that mortgages are not directly tied to that indicator. So, yes, that would come down. And I can tell you the number one question I get in, as a mortgage broker is, hey, I heard the, the, the rates are lower. But it, does, it may impact it a little bit on a small percentage. But the, the interest rates are really derived by what's going on in Wall Street. So there's, without getting too massively deep, I know there's a few of you who really do want this information. You can call me later. <laughs> but for everybody else, I'll give you the 10,000-foot level view. It's just a function of where the money's going. So when the money is going to what's called a mortgage-backed security, when people are buying that, that makes our rates cheap. And when people are leaving that, that makes our rates go higher. So it's really just a function of of that economic. Okay, so wait, 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 wait. And, and I, Mark, I know you can speak to this because you're very savvy when it comes to investment. Um, I saw on the Wall Street, right? Aren't we at like twenty eight thousand points yeah. or what? Ha- whatever. I thought that right now we're in a place where it just doesn't seem to make sense because the rates are lower, but yet the stock market's been taking off. So that doesn't really equate with what you just said, Joe. It, 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 none of this makes sense. That's the, I think a lot of people are scratching their heads because if the stock market is at an all-time high, right, which I think it is, we're, we're setting it almost daily, why are we lowering interest rates? Why is the Fed fund rate going lower? That's usually motivation to drive the stock market. 
is people are trying. So we should be seeing the rates going we, higher, right? We should be seeing the rates going higher. Pe- people should be. They're making it unattractive or they're making it attractive to borrow money by reducing that rate. So they make it attractive to borrow money. And in theory, you're borrowing money to put it into the stock market. So, okay, that said, rates today are in the threes for the most part, aren't they, Joe? Sure. For a 30-year mortgage? Yeah, somewhere in the mid to high threes. So this time last year, our market was pretty kind of quiet. It was a little slow. Where were the rates this time last year? Not far off of this, you know. No, I, I, they were like in the fives, weren't they? Yeah, Come on, I know you're four. getting old, but so, so I have I have opinions, and they're they're <laughs> insert your disclaimer here. But the I I think in Arizona and probably like um probably Nevada as well, the interest rates don't necessarily drive the market. Maybe they help a little bit, but in in our places, people are coming here for the affordable housing, not necessarily affordable interest rates. Now, in a Northern California market or Southern California, somewhere in there, whole different story. When those rates go lower, people people can afford more house. They can get into those houses because they need that buying power. So we, we have only about another minute to go before we have to take another break and pay some bills. So one last, I'd love to hear Mark talk about what we were just speaking on with it, with it comes to rates and how it drives our marketplaces, since you do have the unique perspective of the three marketplaces, Mark, would you say it's the same across the board, or would you say it's different? Well, no, but keep in mind, okay, to Joe's earlier point, long-term rates are not hooked to the short-term. However, I mean, uh, keep this in mind, when when short-term rates tick up over time, long-term rates will tick up. Um, and, and we saw that. That was one of the things that happened last year and why you saw a slowdown in October, November, December, which affected all these three markets. Hey, Mark, we're going to have um, to continue this conversation after break, so please stay tuned, everybody. And, Mark, please hold that thought. We'll talk to you in just a couple more minutes, okay? Thinking about buying or selling your home? Experience matters when it comes to what may be the biggest investment of your life. Rebecca Rains has been selling real estate full-time for more than a quarter of a century. Her track record is proven, so come see why all of her clients rave about her services. Whether it's your first home or possibly your last, you owe it to yourself to call a true professional. 480-243-4242 or visit IntegrityAllStars.com. Experience matters. IntegrityAllStars.com. Have you been thinking about buying a new home or refinancing your existing mortgage? Interest rates are still around historically low levels. Why pay a higher rate when you don't have to? Call Joe Smith at Epic Mortgage for a free mortgage quote or pre-qualification. Epic Mortgage is a locally owned, independent mortgage brokerage that provides low-cost options for its customers. Independently owned means low overhead so you can get the best rate, fees, and service. Keep more of your money. Brokers are better. Reels are recommended for over 20 years. Contact Joe Smith at Epic Mortgage today. 602-741-4121. It's time to get a new home, but don't want to settle for the same old, same old? At Belago Homes, we are passionate about building beautiful homes, inside and out. We want our buyers to not just see, but feel that beauty. Besides beautiful, we are super energy efficient, which means lower utility bills for you, our buyer. We have locations across the valley. So visit BelagoHomes.com or call 480-750-7870. Belago Homes, where style is not an option, it is our standard. We want to welcome you back. I am Rebecca Rains, and you are listening to Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business show on independent talk, 
KFNX 1100 AM. We are here live every Monday at 11 AM. If you have any questions, please call us at 602-277-5369. Or even if you have an idea for the show, and don't forget, we are also live on Facebook in case you want to see what Mark Stark looks like. We have him with us as well as Joe Smith here on the audience. Or I'm sorry, in the audience. Where am I? I, you know, it's been a long holiday. I've been watching weekend. a lot, so I could see that. But. <laughs> right. So, anyhow, I want to continue where we had to cut Mark off a couple minutes ago, right before we went on break. Mark, do you remember your train of thought? Sure. You know, listen. I think the the biggest aspect of this is, you know, uh, we were talking about when uh, short term rates move. I want short term rates to stay low. Okay. Uh, but to Joe's point. Long-term rates can really adjust for different reasons, but we find as long as short-term rates are not moving higher, uh, that is going to be a positive, and that's going to hold down rates for whatever they do longer. Uh, though he's 100% correct, they can move for, for different reasons. The big thing that, you know, two things that are really important is when the interest rates, and this affects all three of the markets, okay. when the interest rate moves at all, even if it's slightly there's always somebody on the cusp. There's right. always somebody on the cusp that either can't buy or no longer is willing to buy when interest rates move because the product that they want, they no longer can have. Call it, you know, a beer budget and champagne taste. So there are reasons. So anytime an interest rate moves, it affects the amount of purchasers in a marketplace. Hey. Um, and so we want interest rates to stay as low and as long forever. Right? Um, Ever, <laughs> forever. Yeah. The other, the other thing is all the economic reports that I read, um, you know, and, and you gotta love this for, for what we do is, you know, when they talk about a recession in the future, maybe they can't pick the exact date. It was gonna be 19, then it was gonna be 20, now they're talking 21. But whenever it actually happens, it's not if, it's when. They talk about to get through it, one, it's going to be a minor one, okay? So don't compare it to anything like what we went through last year. But it's going to be a minor one, and they say to get through it, invest in real estate. So, well, that's um, some great advice. No, it is. And And these are not real estate people, they're economists that just try and help people understand where do I put my money, where do I put my investments, um, you know what, if a market slows. So, so we're talking, I think we're in a good place. We're talking 2021, right around the, I'm sorry, 2020, right around the corner. It is an election year. Mark, do you happen to have any insider predictions? You do follow The Economist very closely. I'd love to know your thoughts. If, if, this is my own gut thinking that maybe, you know, the government's keeping the rates low to keep everybody happy. What do you think we're going to see going into next year as we get closer to the election? Well, the, the two the two metrics I watch is really three: population growth, job growth, and income growth. Those are the three uh, uh, bell ringers, okay, that really keep the economy moving strong uh, and giving power to the purchasers. And those all look phenomenal. Um, and uh, I wish wages were more aggressive upwards, um, but they're moving. Uh, they're, they're moving in a positive direction, so uh, I'll take that for now. Um, so those are three key. 2020, everything points to, and everything I'm reading points to, a strong year. Again, I think part of that is uh, interest rates staying lower. 
that I just think all the way around, 2020 is going to be a strong year for the real estate business. And I, I don't only think that's in the three markets we operate in. Certainly, uh, will benefit from that as well. But I think a lot of markets around the country will benefit. Well, now to to your point earlier about people always being on the cusp. Last week or the week before, Joe, you can speak to this. I saw a bunch of emails hitting talking about Fannie Mae raising their limits. What does that mean, and what are those limits, at least here in Maricopa County, Joe? So every year they come out right about this time, and they they decide if it's really about having affordable housing. It's a process of determining what the loan limit will be for a conventional loan, which is predominantly the loan that most people get, especially in in this area. But again, it it, it helps out um, California and higher priced markets as well. But in Maricopa County, our conforming loan limit, which is generally speaking what most people get, your typical vanilla loan, is going to be 510400 and this is actually in place right now for a lot of lenders including the ones that I use. Oh, so it already happened. It's it, not it, something next year. It's hap- it's officially happening January 1, but we're we're doing loans right now at that 510400 mark. So traditionally in the past you would be in a jumbo loan which carries a whole different set of parameters. But going forward, you are a regular conforming loan at five, ten, four hundred, and this thing has been—is that Maricopa County or the whole state of Arizona? That's that's the whole state of Arizona, and and most counties, I think, across the country. So, so oh, okay. So, Mark, is that the same there in Nevada and California as well? You know what? I, I have not gotten that notification yet. Um, so, uh, but I would I would say absolutely that would be true. If that's done, I would say it's happening. I haven't heard it happened here yet, or they're at least using it. Um, right. So I just saw it hit my emails recently, and and where we were at before, if I now Joe, you tell me. I think it was like four twenty or something, wasn't it? Like you could buy a house at five hundred as long as you put twenty percent down, you're within the conforming loan limits. Which to, so the audience can understand what we're actually talking about here. That means it's easier to get a mortgage loan because once you go into Jumbo financing, which would be considered the luxury market for the most place. Not, not always. Again, California has always got their own thing going on over there. It just means you, you don't have to have as high of a credit score, it, as much of it's made, reserves. It's made a whole level of housing more attainable for a bigger set of people is the best way I can describe it. So, so like a move up buyer kind of thing. So move up buyer, you, so you can now get into a 500 and $40,000 house with 5% down pretty easily because we're going to get to that 5, 10, 400 number. So you don't have to have 20% when you're at that no. 500. If you're going to buy a half a million dollar house here in Phoenix, you no longer have to have 20% down. You can put down 5%, which it sounds crazy, but that's just the levels that we're, that we're stretching so to in affordability. Isn't that one of those indicators, Mark, like what you were talking about earlier where people are predicting, like, you know, we heard it a few years ago, we're going for this big bubble. Before, you know, when everybody has still like PST, what is it, PTSD? <laughs> when they have that from the last market where we were crashing, we had a, things like that happen where you, you were able to get in with the, like zero to no money down on these crazy price points, which drove the market up. Do you think, Mark, that that's going to continue to happen? Like people, when you hear Joe talking about these Fannie Mae loan limits going up, do you think that's going to get people talking in that direction again? Well, two two things that just don't exist today, and, and Joe could talk about this, but um, is one, um, you are talking where people actually have to qualify for the loan. 
I mean, uh, if you look at like a Nina loan, no income, no asset. Oh, we're dating um, ourselves, Mark. <laughs> I know, exactly. Well, think about that. That means you honestly don't even have to have the income. You just sign your name and you've got yourself a half a million dollar loan. Yes. Right. Yes. Number two, you had, I mean, such a large part of the purchasers had no intention of moving into the property. Um, it was all for investors and leveraged investors. Well, they were gamblers. So it's not like I was paying cash for the property. It was leveraged up to flip it, and that was the plan. Leveraged so at 100%. It just doesn't exist today. Right. But that those are people getting 80-20 loans, leveraged at 100%, and they were truly gambling because I was one of those that was stuck in that, and I got uh, I got stuck with a lot of properties in the market crash last time. That movie... Get short? Is that the big short? The big short. Oh my gosh! I was crying through that entire movie. I actually, um, I I still have flashbacks from that time period, and I never want to go back there. So, to your point, Mark, because people have to qualify today, we do not foresee that happening again in the future. We are at our two-minute mark before we have to take our last break before we go into our fourth segment. So that said. Uh, Mark, was there anything else that you would like to to add to the whole Arizona, Nevada, California marketplace? Because I want to get into December home sales in our next segment. Yeah, no, I think we covered a lot. Uh, one other point in, in the short time that we have for the break is, you know, everyone should focus on what their plan for their family their financial focus, you know, sometimes we get pulled in different directions of, okay, I need to do what other people are doing, I need to chase the herd, and I I tell you, that is the wrong answer. If I'm anybody, get clear on what you want, what you're comfortable with, what your plan is for you and your family and your financial future, and follow that, and I'm going to tell you something, you'll do much better than trying to chase what everyone else is doing or wondering what you know, the Joneses are doing. Yeah, no, it's never a good thing to try to keep up with the Joneses unless it's the Griswolds and it's the holidays and you're trying to do Christmas <laughs> lights, right? Um, hey, you know, just in case you just joined us, you're listening to Mark Stark from Berkshire Hathaway out of Nevada. I have Joe Smith here with Epic Mortgage. We're getting ready to take our last break. And when we come back, we are going to be talking about sales in December and whether it's a good time or not to list your home for sale if you've been thinking about it for a while. We'll talk to you guys soon. Stay tuned. Have you been thinking about buying a new home or refinancing your existing mortgage? Interest rates are still around historically low levels. Why pay a higher rate when you don't have to? Call Joe Smith at Epic Mortgage for a free mortgage quote or pre-qualification. Epic Mortgage is a locally owned, independent mortgage brokerage that provides low-cost options for its customers. Independently owned means low overhead so you can get the best rate, fees, and service. Keep more of your money. Brokers are better. Reels are recommended for over 20 years. Contact Joe Smith at Epic Mortgage today. 602-741-4121. Thinking it's time to get a new home, but don't want to settle for the same old, same old? At Belago Homes, we are passionate about building beautiful homes, inside and out. We want our buyers to not just see, but feel that beauty. Besides beautiful, we are super energy efficient, which means lower utility bills for you, our buyer. We have locations across the valley, so visit BelagoHomes.com or call 480-750-7870. Belago Homes, where style is not an option, it is our standard. We want to welcome you back. 
I am Rebecca Range, and you are listening to Grateful Heart Radio, Motivational Arizona Real Estate and Business Show on Independent Talk, KFNX 1100 AM. And with us right now, Mark Stark calling in from Nevada. And we have Joe Smith here from Epic Mortgage. And right before on break, I had thrown out there because guess what, guys? It's already December. Christmas what? is in just a few weeks. Can you believe that? And we get asked all the time. I go out on listing appointments. People I'm talking to all the time. You know, Christmas tree is supposed to come up, you know, the day after Thanksgiving. I don't know. Joe, did yours go up this year? It's in my living room. There you go. You're, fur- you're closer than I am. What about you, Mark? Is your Christmas tree already up? Well, I'm in a rental right now. We're doing some renovations to the house, so uh, no, ours is not. It's going to go up in the rental for a little bit, but hopefully I'll be back in my house very soon. Well, I hope you are, because I can't imagine that'd be a fun way to spend your Christmas. Um, but a lot of people don't want to deal with having showings. They think it's a bad time of year to buy and sell houses. I would love to get your take on it, Mark, and I'm going to ask Joe next because I know I've done my share of research, and I actually surprised Joe with what the research told me. What do you think? Well, a couple things. Going back to my last comment, um, which was it starts with you as an individual and what your ultimate plan is. And I think True. that tells you in one way of, you know what, you know, people talk about, well, they may not want to be bothered during the holidays. You know what? Don't talk for me. Let me let me really look at what my goals are, what my timeline is, and what I'm trying to accomplish, and maybe that's the perfect time. So that's number one. Starts with your plan. Secondly, okay, as we talked earlier, you know, it's a vibrant market right now. Um, so that's on your side. You know what you got? Let's say we're not uh, wizards here. We don't know what you're getting. So you're in a great environment. Three, um, the buyers that look during the holidays are serious. Yeah. Uh, you don't have looky-loos during that time. They're looking during the holidays, okay? They need a property during the holidays, so they're motivated and they're serious, and that is really bodes well for sellers uh, at that time. Uh, and last point around that, I would say, you know, because statistically people do tend, okay, or they may, and I don't have uh, uh, the exact numbers on this, but a lot of people may want to wait till after the holiday because that supports their personal plan. That gives the, the sellers that are on the market at that moment in time an opportunity to get their property spotlighted without all the additional inventory. Because what we do see is after the new year, you get a glut of, of new inventory, and God knows the markets need it, uh, but you do get a, a chunk of additional inventory that hits the market, and if I'm selling my house and it works within my plan, I want to be able to spot my, spotlight my house to those serious buyers prior to the additional inventory. Well, that is exactly the research I had done. And a few years ago, I don't know if you remember, Mark, you guys had sent me down to Channel 3 News here locally to do a live show with Scott Passmore. Pat Passmore, and I was scared to death to be live on TV. So I did a ton of research, and it substantiates everything you just said because I didn't want to look like a dummy on TV. Um, and I have the stats sitting in front of me right now. This time last year, the month of December, the average um, – Homes sold percentage from, okay, so new listings was 5,300. New sales in December of last year, 5,700. So we were at 106% of listing to sale ratio. 
But in January, to your point, a lot of people wait till after the holidays, so they quote unquote flood the market. Uh, they had 95, we had 9,500 new listings, but only 4,800 sales. So more of a 50% ratio. So in my opinion, it's always a good market for somebody. I think in December, the market is great for sellers because the inventory is so low. And in, in January, I think the market's going to be swaying over to the buyer side of the table for those that wait till after the holidays. But the reality I have felt in my 26 years of selling real estate, is I should take a nice long vacation in January because guess what? It is pretty slow in January. Everybody's broke from Christmas. <laughs> what do you think, Joe? So we have a we've been trending high all the time. It, there's it seems like a record number of people working to get pre-qualified. And what I'll say is for 2020, what people have to understand is nobody wakes up today, calls Rebecca, and decides to buy a house today. So there's usually a process that happens and people right now are thinking in their head, it might be just a, an idea, but they're thinking, you know what? Maybe we should move next year. Maybe we should move in spring or mulling or around. They're kicking it around right mm-hmm. now. They're thinking about it and then they start the process, right? And it is, and it is a process. Anybody who's purchased a house knows what I'm talking about. But generally speaking, the first part of the process, after you've made the somewhat decision that I'm going to at least look into the market, is you have to get your finances in order, and that's where we start. So usually it starts with a phone call, and people have the idea that they want to get pre-qualified, and, and hopefully it's done within, you know, they don't want to go out and find a house tomorrow, and they give us six hours to get this done. We, that happens all the time. Yeah, I was going to say, because if I send somebody your way, they're usually within a day or two pre-qualified. We, we do it in a day or so, but it, but generally... We prefer that they're thinking about it in spring or they're thinking about it, you know, in, in so March. So you can give them some February. good strategic advice. Right. Is what so you're if, saying. if something needs to be touched up or if something needs to be fixed or if we have to push a number there or if we can give them a good expectation of what it will be, that's what we look for. So if people are thinking about 2020 as a time that they want to buy a house. Possibly sell one. Possibly sell one with Rebecca. What you want to do, <laughs> that's a good plug. What you want to do is Get pre-qualified now with me. That's another good plug. Yes. And and from there, we can get you situated. So to your point, what you just mentioned, Joe, I do want to let people know, how do they get a hold of you if they want to get pre-qualified for a mortgage? So we're available anywhere. You can you can Google us. It's Epic Mortgage LLC. You can go to our website, which is www.myepicloan.com, or you can always reach me, uh, phone, Email. Call down text, here to the radio station. Call the radio. Call Rebecca. We'll, we'll get a, so you can find me. I'm sure we can. And so if they want to find you, I, I want to point out one thing about you because we have done business for many years together. You used to work for some big corporate lenders. You used to be the branch manager. You used to train other new loan officers. You used to do a lot of stuff. What are you doing today? So, so we made a change recently probably. It's been six or seven months now where we decided to go independent. So my partner and I, Elliot Williams, for years, we'd worked together and we worked at the big corporate banks and, and did all the corporate stuff. And we decided that we knew enough and we were good enough at this to go and get into business for ourselves. So we are an independent broker. We work with a bunch of lenders. We work strictly for the client and we work to get them the best rates and fees that they can get out in the market. And that's really our goal is just to take care of our client. We're strong referral base. We work with a, a ton of great realtors. Uh, I will our, say our best bet is 
is just with the client. I will say experience matters. That's why my commercial says that over and over and over again. And I know you're very experienced. Um, Mark, before we end our show, are there any last minute thoughts about our marketplace or any other pieces of advice you'd like to give to somebody who, like Joe was talking about, mulling around getting in the market, maybe getting into real estate? Well, you mean for somebody thinking about getting into real estate, I, I, I would say this, that it is truly a phenomenal time. Um, you know, though there's a lot of changing going on in the industry, I think for people with the right mindset and the right commitment, um, it can be a new career, a new exciting career. And I really believe real estate, regardless of the ebbs and flows of the economy, uh, is just going to be a great opportunity for anyone who really, you know, if it's in your blood, uh, it's just a it's just a great career all the way around. Definitely in my blood. I don't know what else I'd be doing. And you know, I'm I'm joking. I'm laughing. Looking at your picture that I brought into the studio this morning, Mark. <laughs> you know, your comment on the text thread we had was hilarious. You are a good looking exactly. man. So I got to tell you, thank you so much for being on the show with us today. Before we end the show, I always want to end in my segments with a charity. So if there is a charity, somebody listening out there that you guys want me to plug on our next show, please call in or join us on Facebook or find us somewhere. But for this week's charity, what I want to talk about is something I think is phenomenal. I've got a girlfriend who's done this for a few years in a row. Uh, she works at a dental office. Did you know that there are dentists out there that give two days of their lives to give free dental care to those that are underserved, that need, that don't, you know, a lot of them are homeless. So I want you guys to look up, if you know somebody that needs this help on December 13th and 14th at the Arizona Fairgrounds, you can get down there and get some free dental services. I believe the charity is called AZ Mom, and it stands for Mission of Mercy, Dental Mission of Mercy. All of that said, what a great show. Again, thank you, Mark Stark, and thank you, Joe Smith. I also want to thank Steven, our technical engineer for today, for running the board. Ariel, once again, great job with videoing our show. And you've been listening to Grateful Heart Radio and Independent Talk, 1100 KFNX. I'm your host, Rebecca Rains. Next week, we have another fantastic show for you. And that will be Wayne Funk with Belago Homes and Lawyers Titles coming on. They're going to talk about what in the heck they do down at a title company. So anyhow, I hope you guys have a fantastic week. Check us out. Look, looking forward to talking to you next week. Bye-bye.